Well, hello there, babes, and welcome back to another episode of Your Place or Mine. I'm your host, Bay Savage. I have another spicy episode for you today, babes, and I'm so excited about this conversation. If you have been following along to anything I've been talking about for the last few weeks, all I can talk about is how excited I am that sex clubs are back open. And babes, tonight in the Babe Cave, we get to have a conversation with the general manager of Oasis Aqua Lounge here in Toronto, Dylan Tower. Hey, Dylan, how are you doing? Hey, Bay, I'm doing so well. How are you? I'm doing so good. Welcome to the Babe Cave. I'm glad you're here. I'm so excited to be in the Babe Cave. I'm just picturing like uh, a babe <laughs> And I can't, <laughs> is it just like the very kind of 1950s pointy boob babe yeah. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> Into it. I want more of them. <laughs> so we are here to talk all about Oasis. So babes, as some of you might know, as you might not know yet, I did just go back to Oasis for the first time a little over a week ago. They welcomed me back with open arms and I'm so glad that it is back open. So Dylan, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about how long you've worked with Oasis and how that kind of started? Yeah, absolutely. So Oasis celebrated its 10 year anniversary in the very middle of the pandemic. (laughs) We had a wonderful online party in November of 2020. Uh, It was like the most pandemic thing we could possibly do. Um, But we've been open since 2010. Uh, We are a on-premise sex club that specifically focuses on women and their partners. Uh, And we've been operating, generally speaking, seven days a week for the last eight or so years. Uh, we try to offer an environment that's a little bit different than most sex clubs that you'll find around Toronto and around the world, specifically by having events that range from, you know, queer to kink to uh, very kind of heteronormative to anything that you can really think of, as well as being open, you know, before noon till 3 a.m., uh, and offering pool, sauna, hot tub, playrooms, bar, anything that could really tickle your fancy between spa facilities and nightclubs. Um, specifically, we focus on offering, you know, a more luxurious experience than you might expect out of a standard uh, sex or swingers club, while still kind of keeping that fun, playful atmosphere, not being too uptight about anything. For sure. And you've been with Oasis for how long now? Uh, I started in 2013. So I guess that puts me at the eight year mark, almost nine years. That's amazing. And I saw, because I was creeping your bio on the Oasis website, and you didn't start as a general manager, you worked your way up. So tell us about that. Uh, Yeah, I started at Oasis in May of 2013 as a cleaner. (laughs) Um, I always love to tell this to the new staff because I'm like, look, you can be me Um, (laughs) in nine years. Uh, But yeah, no, I I started straight out of failing university (laughs) (laughs) as a cleaner at Oasis and kind of worked through every single role that they had between, you know, cleaning, floating, bartending, management, uh maintenance and then finally into upper management uh 
yeah and i've been there since 2015 and just kind of making waves as i go (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i love that so i know when you talk about what oasis is and what it's known for and it being different than other clubs i know for me personally oasis was nothing like i expected so before i talk a bit about kind of what i expected and what it was for me what are some of the things that customers or clients or people like really love specifically about oasis that you hear yeah absolutely so most people, when they envision a sex club, they're picturing one of two things. They're picturing like the eyes wide shut mansion with masks and nobody knows who, who, who else is. Um, or they're picturing one of those awesome dark rave scenes where there's like red light and no one can see anything on the floor. And, you know, it's just bumping EDM music and people fucking in the corner doing awesome, hardcore BDSM shit. Um, Oasis can be both of those things on specific nights, but in general, like we're a much more open, much more loud and proud sex positive space where people come to meet, play, fuck, flirt uh, in an environment that is accepting to to pretty much everyone, uh, unless you're an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, they're not allowed and we're not at all accepting of assholes. Exactly. Um, Yeah, like our our focus is on being you know much more open much more positive much less kind of underground and closed doors uh hiding behind curtains that sort of thing we want people to celebrate their sexuality specifically we want women to come in and celebrate their sexuality and enjoy the space in a way that they can feel happy that they have you know these desires and be able to explore them in a safe way Totally. And I love that so much. And it's, it's so clear to me being there that you do cater to women and their partners. So tell the rest of the babes a little bit more about what that means, like what that looks like. Yeah. So like, obviously the spectrum of sexuality within women is vast. So we try to have a vast, uh, a vast group of events that covers pretty much everything while also making sure that we're offering safer spaces to people for you know their experience so a lot of women will want an event that specifically caters to them and their partners so for couples and single women only and then we also know that there's a ton of women who want to have an event where everyone is welcome you know solo men uh couples women trans folks all of the above so we try and make sure that we run spaces for everyone Um, we also want to make sure that we cater very specifically towards, uh, educating, or we want to make sure that we educate people on consent within their very first step into the door, um, and let people know what the standards are as soon as they arrive within the club, uh, as well as reminding people all throughout our different event programs or all throughout just their stay at Oasis, how to interact and, you know, what's acceptable, what's not, and what's gonna, you know allow you to have the best time totally yeah that's so cool and I think so the first time I came to Oasis was with a partner and I I've been psyching myself up to go to Oasis for years and I my issue was that I couldn't find a partner to go with and I didn't want to go on my own the first time I went and so it took me some time to find someone who was first of all game and also worthy 
of joining me for an experience like this. And so we went on a first timers night and that was the perfect time to go. And I just found it. First of all, it was so informative. Like as soon as I got there, it was just, we were given all the education that we needed to ensure that we knew what the rules were. We knew how important the rules were to everyone else. They were reiterated multiple times. So it was crystal clear for everyone involved. And I think I was expecting it to be like darker and more intense. And it wasn't (laughs) either of those things. It was bright without it being uncomfortably bright, but like I'm there because I want to see people having sex. Like if I can't see them have sex, then I can hear it, but I can hear that anytime. (laughs) So I think that was really surprising for me. And the first timers event was so good because it was just like, yeah, here's a group of us and we don't know what we're doing. We all feel a little bit awkward in this new situation. And it was just so incredibly welcoming and how clean it was. It was literally like, that was again, a fear that I've heard other people have is, is cleanliness. And someone would move off a bed and there was like immediately someone there wiping it down. Like, where did they come from? I don't understand. The staff's so incredible. Oh, thank you. I'm sure they're going to love to listen to yeah. this because, yeah, they work incredibly hard at being on top of things. Like, obviously, if someone's really, really keen to use a space, we'll let them. But, yeah. you know, we try and get in as soon as someone leaves the space to make sure that it's ready to go for the next guest. And yeah, like, you know, there's there's the old saying, like, don't go into a nightclub with the lights on. We try and dispel that because we're kind of a nightclub. Yeah. But we're totally keen on you coming in with a flashlight, checking out what we got going on. Uh, Cleaning is the name of the game for Oasis. Yeah. And even there was one point when we were switching positions that I fell off one of the beds and someone just came and was there like right away being like, Hey, are you okay? Is everything fine? Like just checking in. But I just couldn't believe how everything was just, it was so well organized. It was clean. It was comfortable for me. And I think the biggest thing for me is I expected to feel a little bit uncomfortable And I felt more comfortable and at home in that space, specifically from an energy standpoint, because I'm such a sex positive person that I felt like I had come home. It was like, I'm supposed to be here. Like, why am I not coming here all the time? And that was like, that's my most memorable part of my first experience is how comfortable I felt. And that was really fucking incredible. That's amazing. And you know what, quite frankly, that's a comment that we get not infrequently especially for people who are used to going to you know more sexy like nightclubs that aren't sex clubs uh we've had a lot of folks come to us and say like yeah like i feel more comfortable you know getting out of my my shell here than i do at a dance club because there's more protections offered and you know people are watching out for each other more and if i say hey this person did something wrong we're going to, we're going to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think with specifically with women, because the, the last couple of times I've been there, I've just come with a girlfriend, like a platonic girlfriend. And the plan is to go and have some drinks and hang out in the pool and flirt. And if we meet someone cool, cool, that's great. And if we don't, we had a really fun night and we were naked <laughs> like in a pool. So why is that not an amazing night? No matter what happens, which is Absolutely. great, but I do love that. It's not 
just the kind of place it's like if you're here you have to be fucking like if you are here you're coming with someone and you are all fucking together it's like this isn't at all what it is like there's so many options within that space which I think is so cool and I was also afraid or like just worried coming into it that I might be up, like approached by more people if I didn't want to and it would be more challenging for me to like get them to leave me alone and that's never been the problem whatsoever you give any sort of a hey I'm not interested and they will leave you alone for the rest of the night and that's it just speaks volumes to the rules that are in place the staff that are in place and the security that's in place and I think that's really important for new people to learn too oh thank you so much yeah we we put a huge amount of effort into educating people like the very first time they they approach us so you know if you're going on our website if especially if you're actually stepping foot in the club or if you watch any of our media like consent is like the very first thing that we touch on and it's you know repeated multiple times you know, as you walk to the club as you talk to staff as you meet other guests like we're going to make sure that consent is key because without it our business could never operate and we could never provide the space that we provide. Totally. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, it's so important. And I also just think the space itself is really cool. Like when I, again, didn't really know what to expect and I was expecting it to be again, like a little bit more intense, but I love the variety. I love that there's so many different rooms. So why don't you tell the babes a little bit about some of the specific playrooms and like, what are some of the options when they go? Oh yeah. Um, so Let's start on the first floor. We've got, actually, no, I'm going to tell you, well, I'm going to explain it, I guess, because you've been to the club since it's been renovated, but most of the babes probably haven't. Yeah. Um, so on the first floor, we've got our main bar and lounge, which is just fantastic now. It used to be a kind of a an open space with not much going on, but now we've got our wonderful little lounge area um, with all of our booth seating and our wonderful perverts row around the strip of pole, um, followed by our dry sauna, our showers, hot tub, and then outside on the, the pool and pool deck area, which is where most people spend a lot of their time. Um, there's nothing like being in a pool in the middle of January with the snow falling around you. And it's like a giant outdoor hot tub. Ugh. It's magical. And when the snow is falling, it like, it feels like you're in this like sexy snow globe. Like it's so great. Right. Steam's rising off the pool. You've got yeah. hot people naked all around you. Yeah. It's just the dream. Mm, the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Then if you go upstairs towards the second floor, we've got our all new ballroom with like our performance space, suspension point, performance stage and play area in the room itself. Uh, the dungeon, which is fully kitted out with, uh, oh, I don't know if a lot of people know this name, FFF Furniture. Uh, Martin, who's our maintenance guy, also runs a kink furniture company and oh, cool. he's filled the dungeon with lots of awesome kink implements including like two saint andrew's crosses um a cbt bench glory hole uh sex swing all the wonderful stuff that you can use to restrain your partners we can't give any toys obviously because for sure you know fluids and things of course. <laughs> um but lots of furniture to do all of your fantastic fun kink play um on that floor, we've also got uh, one of the only 
uh, smoking patios left in the city of Toronto, I believe, if oh, not right. all of Ontario. Yeah. yeah. So you can go outside without a beverage because you can't have smoking and drinks in the same spot, but you can have a smoke or a toke. We've gotten yeah. special dispensation to smoke pot out on our on our smoking patio. That was one of my great. favorite parts as someone who loves to get high and have sex. Then it was really wonderful right. to include those together. Right? No, it's so awesome. We're we're working secrets. We're working on a, a collaboration with Tokyo Smoke to try and put together some events at Oasis for our Reefer Madness series. It's going to be great. That's incredible. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, so keep you an eye out. We might have some special deals through Tokyo Smoke soon. Love it. A bunch <laughs> of then, my listeners will be super excited about that. Right. Um, and then, yeah, as you go further up, the more the more sexy it gets. The third floor is all full of playrooms. So we've got, I think, seven specific playrooms between, you know, uh, the very aptly named Black Room, uh, the Fireplace Room, uh, the extremely popular Red Room, which is basically wall-to-wall mattress, Orgy Central, <laughs> um, the Porn Room and the Shag and Wagon, uh, which if you haven't seen it, Somehow, and this is before my time, they got the back half of a van into the building. Like I had, as soon as I saw it, I had so many questions. It's like, how, how is this up here? <laughs> I have to believe that they just knocked a wall out, put the van in, and put the wall back. <laughs> yeah, because like they didn't bring it in pieces. Like I don't understand the math. <laughs> no, it, it's a sight to be seen. And you know what? I've I've shot a fair amount of adult content in that room, and it's. The angles are good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then after that, all we've got on our fourth floor is a private room for people to, you know, enjoy a little bit of privacy with, you know, them and their seven closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So there definitely yeah. is something for everyone. And absolutely. That's like one of my favorite parts when I first get there is just doing a wander and seeing what's going on. And I think the other interesting thing that I, I, I think I'd known this, but I forgot about this because it had been a while since I'd been on a night where there was single men there that mm-hmm. I forgot that single men can't just go upstairs. They have to have someone to take them upstairs. Yeah. So we have specific nights. And actually at this point, it's uh, any night that allows solo men to come in. Uh, where the third floor and fourth floor are specifically restricted to groups that contain at least one person of another gender. Mm -hmm. So what that means is that if a solo man wants to attend the third and fourth floor, they have to be invited by someone who's not a solo man. Just to kind of keep the space, you know, a little bit restricted. You can't have a, a you know, a single solo person going up and being like, hey, I'm just kind of here to watch. Yeah. Um, they have to be invited into a scene. And we found that that's specifically, uh, you know, that rule in and of itself makes a lot of people feel a lot safer, specifically coming out for events that allow solo gentlemen. And not to say that solo gentlemen in any way are bad, no. but, you know, it's it's a rule that helps people feel more comfortable completely i I think it it definitely made me feel more comfortable i know other people it's made feel more comfortable i think it makes a lot of sense and again it just comes back to with like the vision and the mission with all of this is like this is a 
safer space for women and their partners. And obviously straight dudes have done some things in the past that have made them statistically a little bit more of a threat. So I think it's just making sure everyone feels a little safer. And I think that's really, really cool. Absolutely. And like most of the amenities of the club, even play spaces are still available to solo men who arrive on their own. And quite frankly, most people who are looking to play and who want to can, because, you know, as long as you're a kind of respectful individual, you're highly likely to find a partner to take you up there. Yep. And I think it's it's interesting because for me, one of the issues I've been talking about a bit on the podcast and with friends is online dating versus even if you take online dating on like FetLife or Field or different more sex focused apps, I'm very much connection first, kink second. And as much as I love to fuck, I would like to be doing that pretty much all the time. It is better for me if I feel at least a little bit comfortable with the person. And I think for me, I love that hanging out at the pool is just like the bar part of the night where like you're like having drinks together and you're getting flirty and you can really allow things to develop on their own. Nothing feels rushed. And then when the time has come where you feel like you've made a great connection and you want to move upstairs, then you totally can. And I really love that it combines my love for sex and my love for like connecting with new people, meeting new people and having really wonderful conversations. And When I was there just about a week and a half ago, that was exactly what it was. It was like the pool was just filled with babes. Like everyone was so hot. (laughs) It was like everyone was hot. There was a there was a bunch of single men there, like more than I had seen the last couple of times I've gone. I think it was partially because of when I came. And it was just like there's so many options of people to talk to. It was it felt a little bit like a kid in a candy store. And that was exactly what I was looking for. It's quite magical. Oh man, quite frankly, like I've been very, I don't know if this is the right word, impressed with the cool kind of like attitudes of people who have been coming out recently because, you know, people are, are raring to go. It's the end of the pandemic. (laughs) Fingers crossed. It's the end of the pandemic. Um, Obviously we have very strict capacity restrictions, but like I've been there a couple of times with my partner recently and like just the amount, like you say, the amount of babes, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the smoothest man hit on my partner the other day. And I was like, damn, sir, you are smooth. And like, he was a babe, total yeah. babe. And his approach was like, Oh my, she had just had her hair dyed that day. Um, and she was like, yeah, uh, your hair looks amazing. And I looked over and I was like, rubber scalp. She loves that shit. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> and so on and so forth. <laughs> it was a wonderful evening. Um, I love that so much. And I think that was like when, so if we look at stigmas around sex club, we've obviously talked a little bit about this when you, when you were talking about what Oasis isn't. Um, and I think, for me, when I first went, I was kind of, ex- I had like thought of this stigma that it was just going to be people over the age of 60, <laughs> like, like old school swingers. And then like maybe some couples, but I didn't realize that the clientele would be what it is. So do you think with conversations you've had around Oasis, like what are some of the stigmas you hear about sex clubs? Like how is Oasis different than some of this stuff you haven't mentioned before? Is there anything else that you can think of? Yeah. I mean, 
we're obviously of different community wherein like we bring people from lots of different spaces. Um, we're not specifically a swingers club, although like I will say that's that's generally our main market. Yeah. Um, but we have people from all different types of communities who come out like we've got nudists, we've got queer folks, we've got poly people, we've got, you know, straight up pineapple identifying swingers. Um, and we've just got it, you know, individuals who are interested in any of the above, but don't know what they're getting into. Um, and, you know, even broader than that, but also we kind of, we try and cater more to a specifically fun and flirty environment more than just straight up like hardcore sex. Obviously we have hardcore sex events and they're great. uh, And we give people an outlet to seek that or to, to actually experience that in a safer environment. But we also have more kind of just like come hang out, enjoy the space and then go be hardcore upstairs if you want to be, but you don't need to be if you don't want to. Um, you know, we don't have any of the more standard, I don't even want to call it standard, but more, uh, let's call it more picky rules, such as like, send us a photo and we'll tell you if you can come, uh, which I have personally been very against. Uh, I I, um, I personally reached out to a club, uh, when I was traveling abroad and got denied. And then I sent them an email being like, Hey, uh, I'm, you know, a shareholder and the general manager of Oasis Aqua Lounge. They're like, yeah, sure. You can come. I was like, Oh no, no, no. You denied me entry. What the <laughs> hell? That's so fucked. Um, and I just wanted to let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. So if, if someone's thinking of coming to Oasis for the first time, let's look at, like, I think of my listeners, like 80% of my listeners are women or femme humans. So what's some advice that you can think of to give to women who would like to come to Oasis for the first time? And then also maybe couples and maybe a couple who hasn't done anything too wacky. That's like maybe looking to dip their toe into some kinkier stuff. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So for for femme individuals, I would say probably if, if you're concerned, if you're somebody who's been looking at Oasis for a long time and you've been like, oh, I want to go, but I'm not certain, invite a friend. Like, honestly, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, it's 10 bucks. Friday, Saturday, it's 20. Um, come on out with a buddy and see what it's like you know there's so many different options of things to do we're starting up new events as we get out of kind of pandemic mode and into regular mode look at the calendar see what's coming up see if there's something interesting that you want to experience and make a day of it you know we're we're open from 1 a 1 p.m to 3 a.m uh there's lots of time to do lots of things (laughs) If you just want to tan and you don't want to pay for the island ferry, like it's pretty much the same cost, if not less. (laughs) Um, And come in without expectations. And that goes for, you know, individuals or couples coming in. Like, you know, 
we're, we're a space that offers lots of opportunity, but no guarantees. And that kind of works in both ways. So guarantees also means no expectations. We, you know, if you want to come in and wear a snowsuit the entire time, by all means. Sure. If you want to come in and be completely naked as soon as you step through the beaded curtain, awesome. Um, but I would say for, for people on their first time, like, don't do anything that you don't want to do and don't let anyone tell you that you need to do anything that you don't want to do because you don't and yeah. the staff will back you up a hundred percent and you know um maybe especially if you're coming with a partner for the first time uh talk to them outside of sexy times and say hey i want to do this thing it's something that i've been interested in and you know, what are your thoughts? Don't make a fantasy out of it. Don't build it up. Just be like, hey, I want to be naked in hot water <laughs> in public. Can we do that? Yeah. Or, you know, um, because one of the things that I find a lot of people do is they will build up the expectations of, oh, I'm going to go to the sex club and I'm going to fuck nine people and I'm going to, you know, have a gangbang and try <laughs> DP for the first time. Like, no, it's like, <laughs> bring your expectations down, meet some friends, get a good anchor, you know? <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, uh, also communicate with us, give us a call, send us an email. We'll, we will be more than happy to direct you towards an event that you will enjoy. Totally. And that's really like when I first thought about coming, that's what I did. And I just reached out and I was like, this is what I'm looking for. These are some of my hesitations. What do you think would be the best fit? And I was directed to the first timers night and it was perfect because it was super comfortable. A whole bunch of other people who were also new and we went in with absolutely no expectations for anything to happen. And that's really what I've learned with each time I go there. Because if I set myself expectations even if I like keep them to myself, but they're still there, then I'm putting this pressure on myself that messes with the evening. And it really does need to be a, like, you are coming into a magical wonderland. What will happen will happen. Like, let's see what the universe has for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, oh, I, I forgot to mention, there is this wonderful piece by Luna Matadas, who's like a, I love I'm Luna sure Matadas. you know Luna. Yeah. She, she, she's been fantastic love her to death uh she's got a a documentary section about her kind of like buddy's uh trip to oasis which she used to offer as a service where she'd like she'd she'd come to oasis with you as a first timer and run oh, you through that's so cool and she she discusses her like social uh she, she breaks it up into like things that I want to do socially, things that I want to do intimately and things that I want to do physically. Um, being like, you know, if I do these, if I do at least one of these things in my trip, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was super cool. And I can't speak in depth to it, but I thought it was a really cool concept because a lot of people come to the club and they're not necessarily looking for, you know, physical sexual interactions, but they're yeah. looking for community to feel validated that like, oh yeah, the fact that like, I want this alternative sexual relationship with my partner uh, is something that other people want. Totally. 
and and not necessarily to experience play with other people yeah but just to know that other people want that yeah and that completely resonates with me i'll totally look for that the luna matata's uh, bit on that and i'll include it in the details underneath so people can check it out but i think for me being polyamorous when i first moved to toronto i had a really hard time finding kink community and because i am very much connection first kink second I, I had a really tough time trying to find my people who I could connect with and I felt like got me and a, like a large part of my community is monogamous and it is tough to have some conversations around that sometimes and one of the things that I love about Oasis is that I can just have really comfortable conversation about polyamory, non-monogamy, kink, and it's just completely judgment-free, like way more judgment-free than any conversation I've ever had about this. And I just think just for the conversation alone, I love it. And then like, yeah, it's also great that I can make out with hot people and maybe get laid and like, that's super wonderful too. Right. But I think the community of this space really resonates with me and you feel it when you walk in that I think is so fucking cool. Absolutely. And I, I do want to make one point relatively, you know, broadly that even monogamous people do come to Oasis. Totally. Like uh, the amount of monogamous voyeurs who come to Oasis to just watch other people fuck is relatively yeah. high. Um, and then the also the the number of monogamous voyeurs who realize that they're not necessarily monogamous <laughs> is also high. Whoops. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a it is legitimately a space for anybody who is interested in experiencing sexuality up close yeah totally i love that yeah so tell me a little bit about any upcoming events that you have going on that the babes should know about oh man let me pull up my calendar <laughs> <laughs> why don't so you actually also just give us a bit of a run through of like which nights people can come to what they can obviously find it on the site but then they have that information yeah, absolutely. So we've recently expanded to being uh, open until 3 a.m. So at the very beginning of our reopening, we started uh, only being open from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m., which was obviously a drag for a lot of people. It did just like speed up the process of connection just a little bit. <laughs> absolutely. And I want to apologize for everyone who came up for that <laughs> week because I think it was only a week. But it's quite still frankly, a great time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I only have so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like it was myself, Gina, who is the person who ran your first taste event. Yeah. <laughs> um, and three other folks. And uh, we were also trying to train three new staff at the time. I was exhausted. I think I worked like a 95 hour week. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So yeah, we recently expanded to being open till 3 a.m. Uh, with Wednesday and Thursday being open for everyone. So that's solo men, solo women, couples, trans folks, everyone. Um, and then Thursday or correction, Friday and Saturday being specific to women, trans folks, and couples. Um, yeah, so we we've got you know technically eight events. Uh, daytime and then nighttime for each Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, and 
we're hoping to expand those events relatively soon. Um, so each day has two events, one that runs from 1 p.m. until 7.45 p.m. Uh, and then a second, so the daytime event, and then the nighttime event is from 8.15 p.m. until 3 a.m. Um, and as soon as we have less restrictive capacity, we'll be able to do away with a daytime and nighttime event. For sure. Yeah. Uh, events that are coming up that we're super excited about. We're going to run our first glow night on August 21st. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Uh, everyone loves glow and I, I hate to, to be, to beat a dead horse, but everybody loves glow night. No one looks at black lights and body painting and says, Oh, that's not fun. <laughs> totally. But we're also planning a, uh, a JOI event. So we we've been running uh, an online community for the last 14 months. So we've got this wonderful cam model who's coming on and who's going to be doing a JOI or a jack off instructions um, <laughs> during the glow event. And we'll have a performer, you know, oh, lovingly, cool. lovingly joining into the JOI with black light body paint and just having a wonderful time. Oh, all so throughout. So it's going to be amazing. And yeah. that'll be broadcast on our, on our online community uh, for everyone to enjoy. Um, other than that, oh, we're going to be teaching people about the intricacies of creating your own porn on oh, Friday the 20th. Cool. I actually just finished the event planner for this earlier today. So we're going to talk about, you know, things you need and things you don't um, to create your own amateur porn and what things, you know, what, what things to look out for, as well as doing a bit of a performance. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that's on Friday the 20th. And then what do we have coming up? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, and we're going to be doing our entire line of Frosh Week events, which is obviously all schoolgirl, hot for teacher, yep. fun themes starting August 31st and then running for the full week until uh, September 6th. Amazing. That's so awesome. We'll see, babes, tons of opportunities for you to come and check out Oasis. And if you're someone listening and you're a woman who has wanted to check this out and you feel uncomfortable, shoot me a DM. Like I go with girlfriends and I will continue to do that. And I've already had some people reach out and say they want to go. So we can totally plan a your place or mine, like group of babes to go. I think that would be so good. Man, I'm so very interested. I all right, I'm going to put you on the spot because we're recording, but okay. would you want to do a recording at Oasis live on our wonderful online community and talk about different things that are going on for the evening? Yes! <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Can I say yes enough times? <laughs> I'm. That's fucking awesome. Oh my God, I would love that so much. That sounds fucking incredible. <laughs> hey, we'll set that up. That's so good. Oh my God, Oh, babes, you just got to see that happen, like, in real action. Like, you got to hear the excitement. That was really cool. I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> I would love that. We can sit in, like, a real place in the ballroom and let people watch us discuss and laugh in the background. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, that sounds amazing. 
Incredible. Okay, cool. Well, this has been so fucking good. I love this conversation. Is there anything you can think of that you want to share before we wrap up? The only thing that I want to share is something that I say is relatively new, but it's been in the works for a long time. We've been building this wonderful online community uh, on our members lounge, which is members.oasisaqualounge.com. And it's it's kind of like a mix between FetLife, Tinder, and Facebook for Oasis users. Uh, I'd highly recommend people checking it out. It's, you know, it it is a paid service, not trying to force anyone to, to pay for it in any way, but it is a wonderful community of people who are know very oasis positive very sex positive and quite frankly from all over the world we've got members from dubai to egypt to london to canada the us japan uh who have all been to the club and want to chat more and learn about the space uh we run online events i think five days a week at this point including naked yoga three days a week if you want to get a yoga subscription from your home it's probably the cheapest one in toronto (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and i'm super excited about it because we've been running it for so long that we've gotten really fucking good at running online events (laughs) that's so awesome that's so good yeah and you get to you know see who's going to in-person events and chat with them and meet up uh hopefully when you get there (laughs) yeah i love that i think that's fantastic Well, this has been so good. I so appreciate you taking the time to chat today, Dylan. It's been really great to get to know a bit more about you and to tell the babes a bit more about Oasis. I will obviously be back very soon. So thanks so much for taking the time to chat tonight. Faye, thank you so much for inviting me. I've had such a wonderful time and I am very excited for our in-person meeting in the ballroom where we can chat with members of the community in person and you know, record a wonderful session. Totally. It's going to be amazing. Awesome. Well, babes, this has been yet another episode of Your Place or Mine. I'm your host, Faye Savage. Be sure to find me on Instagram at FaySavageXO and find Oasis on Instagram at AquaFlirts. Correct? Yeah. I'm like, I think Correct. Yeah. It at is at AquaFlirts. <laughs> so make sure to be following both of us. If you're looking for more information, head to FaySavage.com. And babes, if you have more questions about Oasis, if you want to come and join a bunch of babes, send me a DM. We're so excited to go with you. And thanks again, Dylan. This has been wonderful. I hope you have a fantastic evening. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful night.